Okay, uh, let's do this. Hold on. God, I was so nervous that I was like gonna have awkward getting back into this because I haven't done it in so long. But like, yeah, I'm all ready well, to go now. That's why I had 30 minutes of intro. Yeah, it was 30, <laughs> literally 30 minutes of intro. Okay, hold on. Ah, delicious. Okay. Hello, world. Welcome back to the Still Alive Flores and Friends podcast. Yes, I know. If you were still a loyal listener, first off, thank you for sticking with us after the drought uh, that this episode has been through, or this show has been through. Uh, but yes, the Flores and Friends podcast is still going. Uh, thank you for listening, and we are still here. I'm John Flores. If you may have forgotten, I'm you know the Flores in the Flores and Friends. Anyway, we're back with a new episode. It has been since February 23rd. Jesus Christ, it's been three months. Uh, this is episode 96. Uh, we got, like I said, I think I've said this, with every episode, we're winding down to episode 100. Uh, we have this and four episodes left after it. Um, and uh, be- before we get ahead of ourselves, allow me to introduce my guest. She's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. She has been on the pod several times, but she's now on the pod with a different last name. More on that in a little bit. Welcome to the pod. A uh, miss, uh, Mrs. Rachel Vastola. How are you doing tonight, dear? Hi, I'm so great. I'm so great. A uh, mm. little hungover, to be honest. Um, mm. but you know, it'd be like that sometimes. Hey, I, man, uh, what, are, what are Saturdays for? Yeah, right. I actually waved um, while you were introducing me, realizing that this was a podcast and not a video. Uh, <laughs> as I was talking to Rachel pre before we started, uh, before this episode started been a compound thing it's been a a multitude of factors of why we've gone three months without doing an episode you know life other stuff just like you know uh but we're back uh i'm happy to be back i do miss doing the show and i am going to be sad when it eventually ends but i'm also looking forward to it ending and it eventually moving on to its next phase again the show the pod will never stop well maybe never never say never but the pod will continue after 100 episodes it'll just take a different form this will no longer be as it is it'll be something else that's that's to be discussed at a later date i have rachel on to talk about a multitude of things time codes in the description if you want to skip through anything and a little treat we had we recorded our like pre <laughs> our pre episode <laughs> Uh, we had like 30 minutes of like us just chit-chatting and catching up real quick, uh, even though we saw each other like two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we, so that's going to come out as a bonus episode, and I swear to God, anyone listening, <laughs> it is adults only, no children allowed, no children allowed, NSFW. We talk about some pretty wild shit. Uh, it's not anything that I would want to include in the main episode, but it is for – it needs to be its own thing because it was pretty fucking funny, especially the joke at the end that Rachel killed me with. <laughs> anyway. I'm pretty funny. Steven's so lucky. God. Yeah, very lucky. Uh, let's get started. We're going to catch up. Uh, we're going to talk about some shows we're watching. We're going to talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because Rachel and Steven saw it, and uh, I saw it. I've seen it twice already, so, like, I – want to talk to someone about it because I like, you know, I like talking about uh, Marvel movies. And then lastly, we're, we're going to talk about some of the life events that's happened in Rachel's life. So, all right, let's get started. Um, Rachel, so you talked about being hungover. How was your weekend? How, how has life been? It's been good. So I I turned 30 on Wednesday. You? Yeah. Um, the, uh, the 18th, um, which was, 
know, altogether very anticlimactic. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, I've been making the joke that like, you know, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm 30 now. Do I get my AARP card sent to me in the mail or do I have to sign up for it? Um, <laughs> to which my, so I made, <laughs> I made the joke on Facebook, you know, like you do, because I'm a super hilarious person. Um, my fucking dad comments like, oh, no, no you'll, it'll, you'll get it. Uh, you'll get it sent to you when you're 50. I'm like, no, I was making a joke. Oh God. Boomer's Boy. Facebook, man, it's, it's a really, it's a good thing. It, I mean, no, it's not. It's a terrible thing actually, um, <laughs> but it's an entertaining thing. It is very, uh, it's something. I can't wait to get off Facebook. I've been on Facebook since I was 17 and I'm 32 and I'm, can't wait to get off of it, even though I'm, I'll still be on Instagram. Um, I really you know, don't. Yeah, I don't mind Facebook, and really? I don't. I don't have this like intense desire to get off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I do. I don't know. I, I do like the the. I, I don't want to say like it's intended use, right? Because its intended use was to just like rate college girls on whether or not they were hot. Um, but the more like marketable fu- like function or feature of like connecting friends and like old acquaintances and such and just you know mm-hmm. being able to mass tell people about events and things that are happening in your life right like yeah. i people get so butthurt when they're like ugh, you know such and such person only posts like you know about their kids or something and it's like well that's that's the kind of content that i want like i want updates on your life like i don't need you to share 900 memes and like 50 political articles every day like that's not the content that i want like i genuinely do want to know about my old friends lives um which i feel like puts me in the minority a little bit uh Um, it definitely makes you officially a millennial because like (laughs) yeah we 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 are the ones that really i think it was originally intended for us and we've kind of grown with it and it morphed into something else when other people got involved and now like Gen Z and everyone after Gen Z is like fuck Facebook. And I'm yeah. like, I kinda I kinda say fuck Facebook too, but that's because I think Mark Zuckerberg and all these global billionaires I think are inherently corrupt and evil. So I'm like, I don't really feel good supporting Mark Zuckerberg. But again, I love Instagram, so I can't really say anything. Yeah, so like, six and one, right? Uh but no, that's cool. I, I, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from because like I I keep in touch with a few friends on there, not so much anymore. But like one of the things I love about Instagram, I'm sorry, one of the things I love about Facebook is there's a few Facebook groups that I'm in, and like I really love these groups because like I get a lot of memes from them, and I like one of them is like a, a, the the unofficial official fan club for one of my favorite podcasts. Not this one, but uh, another one, a much better one, uh, and I'm a part of it. And uh, That's you have fans, John. Wait, oh. God. All like three of them. Uh, I really, again, I really hope anyone who was like, when is John coming back with an episode? I really <laughs> hope they were really cool about it or don't give a fuck. I don't care. If anyone listens to this, that's great. I don't expect anyone to ever listen. I But Facebook, I'm like, ah, but I can't wait to get rid of it because like it's it's time to go. It's I, I don't want to be on Facebook anymore, but uh, I still get a lot of outreach as far as sharing the pod and like sharing other stuff and like, like I like when I go see a movie, I usually post like my review, like a mini review about it, and people 
told me like i've had multiple people tell me they're like oh i really like when you go see movies because you kind of like tell you kind of give like feedback and you like i kind of like gauge if i'm if a film's gonna be good or not by your thing and i was very flattered by it but like i was like oh well i don't do it as much anymore but i usually do it on instagram stories now um which was awkward because a coworker of mine who's a friend who follows me on instagram mentioned that in a work meeting she's like oh anytime john go sees a movie he does like a a 10 Instagram story review out. I was like, oh, don't tell my people. Don't tell my coworkers that. I will say, though, I super hate the story feature that has made its way into every social media platform now. YouTube. It's on YouTube. I hate it. I hate it. If if you're going to say something – but but only have it be available for 24 hours like is it really even worth saying like say it with your whole chest man like put it on there for more than 24 hours like what are you waiting for you coward like <laughs> i just don't like it like i because i'm not i don't know i i guess i don't so i am fucking never on instagram right i am yeah. never on instagram i will check it maybe once a week and so i'll you know and because i don't I don't have notifications or anything set up for it because I'm never yeah. on it. So I'll open it up for my, you know, once a week Instagram visit. And mm-hmm. there will be like, you know, a couple notifications being like such and such mentioned you in their story, but it was mm-hmm. days ago. So I don't know what the fuck they said. <laughs> and like, God, <laughs> I guess I just missed out on it. It reminds yeah. me of Snapchat. Yeah. I Snapchat, Yeah. And I also fucking hate Snapchat, right? Because I personally have absolutely no use for it whatsoever, right? Because if I'm going to send my husband a nude, I'm just going to fucking text it to him like an adult. Like, I don't need to text him some disappearing message that's going to go away after 10 seconds. Hell no. Save that bitch on your phone. I look good. Like, yeah, I have no use for Snapchat. My fucking little sister, who is the snapchat age question mark is that what you even call it i don't know demographic i believe is the word Yeah, demographic yes she uses snapchat as her like primary means of communication with people which is astounding to me because like what the fuck man like just text me like a human being (laughs) i know that i'm I'm a thousand years old but (laughs) um like oh man I also, like, I don't know, I've also sort of tangentially related um, at work, mm-hmm. email me for everything ever. Like, always email me for everything because I would like to be able to, when I undoubtedly forget what the hell you said 20 minutes from now, <laughs> I like to be able to go back and read yeah. whatever it is that you said to me. Um, and so I feel like that has spilled over into every other communication platform of my life. Um, I just, I like to be able to go back and look at what was said. Um, partially because I guess, you know, years later, if I say something stupid, I can be like, Ooh, that's gross and delete it. Um, which is Facebook memories is very helpful for that. Facebook I love memories going on Facebook memories and seeing what 2011 Rachel had to say. <laughs> oh, I remember I had a gig. Uh, I'll bleep this out with the, I know, you know, that is. Uh, this is the job I left the story that shall not be named to go to, and which started me on my accounting uh, journey. But uh, I remember, like, I think when I was working there, I was so bored that, like, I literally, because of Facebook memories, like, I went through my entire 
like okay so that was 2016 and i had been on facebook for like nine years i literally went through like everything i ever posted on it on facebook and was like delete delete <laughs> and it wasn't controversial it wasn't like i was getting canceled it was incredibly lame like i was like oh my god yeah. i was it's the most annoying hell. person on facebook jesus christ i was that girl that posted like nine smiley faces after everything that i ever said um that was me and some of the as long as it's not like offensive i'll keep it right because oh no i had to get rid of the cringe to laugh at yourself and to see how much you've grown as a as a person yeah. um but of course you know i was always i was like oh god i was like offensively not like other girls in quotes um when i was in college and that age and i Looking back, and of course, having deleted a lot of the things that I said, yeah. I was like, I was very like, I don't know, I had a lot of hatred for women, right? Like, which is weird, and I feel like that's also like a socialization thing, right? Probably um, because women in the like, man, all right. Let's so go. In, let's go. Don't hold that. You know, let's go. All right. So like in the the late. 2000, like the, the late, I don't know, 2000s to early 2010s. Yeah. There was like this whole era of like hating women and it was like cool to hate women. Right. And I think a really good example of this is, um, oh God, what the fuck is her name? Fuck. She was in the first few Transformers movies. Oh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah. And I remember there was this like, like women hated Megan Fox, hated her for yeah. no reason other than that she was just like a, like a very, I don't want to say generically sexy woman because I feel like that's kind of rude, but like she, she was like, she was a very like sexual or sexually portrayed person. Sexualized, yeah. Yeah, extremely sexualized. And that is like incredibly problematic first off. Yeah. But I feel like in that like time, it was like quote unquote cool to like just rip on her and like hate her and women like her. And then that kind of like, you know, trickles down to just like what hating women in general. And so I think it was, it was quote unquote cool to hate women and to like, Oh, I'm not like other girls. And like, I was very much that way. Mm. And so I did say a lot of like really terrible things about women and like, a part, part of my, like, I don't, I don't want to call it like a Facebook cleanse or anything, but like yeah. going back in my Facebook memories and reading that and being like, wow, I said really bad things. And I feel like part of that is like, yes, I have also grown as a person. And yeah, I ugh, I don't know really where I was going with this, but I kind of like devolved. Well, let, me, let me sum it up for anyone who may have gotten, who've lost the thread. Uh, <laughs> one, Rachel sends nudes all the time. <laughs> And I, when you said that, I was like, yeah, why, don't send it where it erases after 24 hours. Be a real, keep that shit on your phone. And I was like, I bet Jennifer Lawrence and all those celebs that got hacked would disagree with you on that one. Uh, but, you know, those people went to jail, so it all worked out, I guess. Uh, I mean, you know. Just don't get your phone hacked. That's the thing. It's like if you're going to do it, like, I don't know, like be super duper, like two-factor uh, two authentication. It's a, it's yeah, a wonderful well, I mean, thing. Yeah, well, I'm a nobody. So, yeah. like, you know, very few people actually care about seeing my nudes. Well, um, <laughs> unlike unlike all these celebs that I unfortunately have seen uh, their nudes leak, 
Uh, Rachel, if your nudes ever leaked, I'm I'm good. I don't need to see them. Uh, I, oh, I, I, I don't know if that's kind of you or rude of you. I mean, I'll I'll definitely forward I'll forward the links to people I know, but I myself will not look okay. at them. I'll be like, right. I have a little bit of decency. She's my friend. Come on now. And also, women, you're apparently Rachel Vastola, woman hater, anti-feminist. What's up with that? <laughs> This is good. This is good. This is all the headlines that'll come out yeah. when I'm running for president. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, so you turned 30. I just remember when I turned 30, it was like the last fun thing before the pandemic or someone that me and Rachel both know referred to it as, you know, the what did she say? She said uh, the Panda Express. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she referred to the pandemic as the Pandemic Express. And I laughed my ass off at that. Um, <laughs> Have, we have another group chat, um, this particular person that you are referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this group chat, we have not once referred to it as a pandemic. <laughs> um, but we will, in fact, refer to it as literally any word that begins with a P. Um, it has been a panini. It has been a pandia. Um, <laughs> it has been a pepperoni. Like it, <laughs> and we just roll with it. Like, we have not once called it a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as I was saying, uh, so like, so my birthday was obviously January is January. And that was a couple months before the, uh, the pepperoni started. Yeah. Uh, so like, that was like the last fun thing I did. Like that, I felt like that was the last fun thing I had in my life before like the world went to hell. So mm-hmm. 30 turning 30 was a big deal. And like a bunch of people came to visit me in Austin from back home. Steven and Rachel didn't, but I'm not resentful or bitter. Uh, <laughs> anyway. invited, but I'm not bitter. Oh, oh, bullshit, I did. Okay, we're not going to do this. Sorry, um, did you did you invite me via Instagram stories? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely saw you the holidays before, and I was like, uh, I have people coming to Austin if y'all want to come. And for various reasons that we won't get into, y'all said, nah, we don't love you like that. Uh, yeah, you should have sent that to me in an email because I would have remembered. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. anyway. <laughs> so uh, it was a lot of fun. What did you get into? Did you do anything fun? Like, uh, um, uh, No. Um, honestly, so I think, God, what the fuck did we do Wednesday? Um, so my actual birthday day, um, mm. I don't, we, do, we didn't do anything incredibly special i think we got takeout and watched some trashy reality shows on tv that's what's um, up. which is how i like to spend any weeknight um and then saturday which is yesterday um i so my my big birthday present to myself mm-hmm. um was that for my entire life literally my entire fucking life i have always wanted to dye my hair blue um and so Saturday morning, um, I did in fact dye the under layer of my hair blue. Oh, and I was about to say it because the lighting is very bad in this room. Yeah, okay, I kind of see it. It just looks dark like it always does. Yeah. I did yeah. the um I also did so I did the under layer blue okay. and I did the top layer black, okay. which I've I've always done like one step down from black. Like you I do, like the darkest brown possible is typically yeah, what I do. You, 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 your um, hair does look darker than it normally does. Yeah, so it is. It is actually black now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what they say: once you go black, you have a very hard time dyeing your hair to a lighter color. Um, 
I wouldn't you know. know. I wouldn't know. That's a saying. Um, <laughs> Definitely. I hear it all the time. I, I heard yeah. it the other day. <laughs> so I, I dyed my hair. So happy birthday, Rachel. Very, uh, uh, very emo, like late mid 2000s, like very skater girl of you to oh, harken yeah. back to Avril Lavigne. Oh, yes. I, I literally told my stylist because she was like, do you want to like cut it or anything? Or like, do you want to like style it anywhere? I was like, I really just want to look like Avril Lavigne. And she's like, gotcha. Say no more, fam. <laughs> oh, man. You and, like, all the girls that were, like, around our age group, like, oh, God. She was such a force. Like, she was such a – she became, like, an archetype that, that like – Yeah. Know, I mean, that like, is the song who I was, wanted to be. Yeah. Like, I mean, to this day, that's still who I want to be. <laughs> like, oh, noted, God. Noted, noted anti-feminist and uh, – <laughs> Avril Lavigne she also wants to be like Avril Lavigne which means she secretly wants to be Canadian so we can add un-American to your uh, profile yeah. as well, um, well my, my dislike for hamburgers already has me on that list so. not only does she not like hamburgers she doesn't like bacon either I don't, I really she, don't wait, I, I don't stand on hot dogs What? do you like hot dogs? yeah I can get down with a hot dog I prefer <laughs> like a beef hot dog if I'm if I'm oh. Jews but but you're definitely on American because you don't like apple pie. Correct. I do not. I get your squishy fruit away from me. Your People. fruit mash in flake crust. No, thank you. Pass. Oh, Big pass on that. I, I just I don't I just don't I don't understand how so many things could go wrong in someone's life to make them <laughs> wind up the way you are. But it's that's me, that's babe. A, <laughs> that's also that's a whole other episode. Uh Anyway, so uh 96.2 we already have a bonus episode that's going to be a preview of this episode like that's going to be a prequel to this episode and then we'll have like the mini sequel the epilogue Uh, there you go uh but uh yeah so i'm glad you had a great birthday uh 330 is awesome and i like being 30 i'm 32 um i'm the old one in the group uh i guess is i guess anthony is the young one right or no rebecca's the young one in the group rebecca's the young one but if you want to go for like because i feel like becca was like a late add-on to the group yeah yeah anthony is the the youngest of like the og group yeah and um, i mean rebecca's i mean she's like a non-voting board member like re- like she's there like she, her name is on like the legal documents, but like she's not really there. Like re- she yeah. never fucking texts back. She always goes by proxy. Yeah, and oh, apparently she's yeah exactly. She's apparently if you want to talk to Rebecca, you got to get on Snapchat. I it just reminded me like I was on Snapchat uh, a lot uh, back in the day. I actually was I got Snapchat so early. This is a big deal. I actually got my name on Snapchat. Like I got John underscore Flores. I didn't oh, wow. do like. I didn't do like John Flores 19 or 90 or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I got John underscore Flores. I was Dang. very fortunate to get that very early. Uh, and then I got off of it because like they, they, they redid it. They like did this massive user interface overhaul one day without telling anybody. And I was oh, like, good. this, this is fucking terrible. I don't like this. I'm getting off of this. And I got off Snapchat like six years ago or five years. Yeah. Five years ago. Cause it was like 2017 and I never got back. And, People are still on Snapchat. I thought that would have faded out with like with your Instagrams and your TikToks. Yeah. But they're in too. Yeah, apparently Snapchat is still hot in the streets, man. I'm like, I've had people ask me what my Snapchat is like. Oh, I'm not on Snapchat. They're like, what? Yeah, like I'm, I'm like, like Snapchat. Like yeah. I'm I'm an adult. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like I 
Again, if I want to send nudes, I'll just text them straight to my husband. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god, I really hope Steven listens to this episode. I hope he listens to both episodes. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, so you know, I bring my friends on to talk about shit that's gone on in their lives, but we also talk about other stuff like pop culture stuff. So, dude, I hate that question. First off, I never promote my own. I mentioned that I mentioned to my friend on Friday that I was like, "Oh, I gotta have you on the pod," and we were around people. And he was like, oh, yeah, John has a pod. Does everybody know that John has a pod? I'm like, oh, shut up. Please shut up. Like, oh, God, oh, no. I just feel so lame saying that, and I'm terrible about self-promoting. But, like, the other question I hate is, like, so what? You, what? What? what's your pod about? What do you do? What do you all talk about? I was like, well, we kind of, kind of talk about everything. Yeah, um, it's all over the place. Yeah, it, I mean, sports, politics, movies, and, you know, I love talking about movies, and I love talking about TV mm-hmm. shows. Uh, but real quick, like, Let's 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 move on to like some of the things we're watching these days. What are you watching these days, Rachel? I um I have been watching almost exclusively shitty reality shows. Um so my it's my favorite turn off your brain and just just enjoy the pretty colors on the TV. I specifically I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, that's um, not that bad. Yeah, it's um it's a lot. I don't know. It's a lot of fun because it combines a lot of my favorite aspects of. I don't want to say television, but like things that I enjoy. Like I enjoy fashion. I enjoy mm-hmm. comedy. Um, I enjoy like you know just like the pageantry of drag. So it, it kind of combines a lot of things that I really enjoy watching in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's a competition which I love. Um, so that I've been watching a lot of that. I'm almost caught up to like the current airing because like of course there's a thousand and a half rupaul's drag race things like there's the regular show which is current like which season 14 finished up earlier this year i believe so there's 14 seasons of like the regular show there's Mm -hmm. all stars which the season seven the first episode, I believe, aired on Friday. And then there's like the countless other spin-offs. Like there's, you know, uh RuPaul's Drag Race UK, um, RuPaul's Drag Race Canada, there's like uh Drag U. There like there's so many spin-offs, it's absurd. Um And you watch yeah. all of them. No, I'm not, I'm not really into I've been watching I watch the like the regular, I guess the standard yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and then I've been watching all stars and I've been trying to watch it chronologically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to watch like all of drag race and then all of all stars. Um, mm-hmm. I've kind of been switching back and forth depending on what, you know, chronologically falls next. Um, I just finished all stars five and I'm starting, um, season 13. Um, which is a fucking lot, man. I feel like I've consumed so much drag race content within the last like two or three months. Like, holy shit. But not drag race related. Um, also, I really fucking love Love Island, um, which is a British reality dating love show. It's stupid and I love it. Oh my um, God. I've learned all sorts of fun British slang from that show, um, which is great, right? It's good to learn. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't think that the British people, if you pulled most of them, they'd be like, yeah, this is the culture we want to export to the rest right? of the world. <laughs> but I've also, so I really like, there's a Netflix show called Working Moms. Never heard of that which one. Is, it's, a, it's a Netflix original or whatever. Um, okay. It's just it's a cutesy comedy about like a group of moms that like are 
working, you know, hence working moms. But it's just a little comedy show and it's it's very cute and I really like it. I think it's hilarious. And so they just put dropped a new season. I think it's like season six or something. I've been really I really like that show. Stranger Things is apparently gonna come out with season four in a few Bro, weeks. We have Stranger Things part one, which is like seven episodes, and mm-hmm. allegedly these are like super jam-packed episodes where like seven episodes i think like five and six are like hour like 80 minute long and then report reportedly uh set the episode seven is like two and a half hours long no shit oh shit i know and then and then on top of that we have obi-wan coming out also on friday which is like i'm like oh my god i can't believe it's finally fucking here and then also on this weekend i'm going to see top gun like i'm like oh my god it looks so good uh really think i give a shit about top gun i've actually like i've never seen the entirety of the original yeah i've seen bits and pieces of it so i think i've collectively seen the entire thing it's not that good i'm literally only going because basically all of the dog fights the aerial dog fights in the planes and the jets were like all filmed practical and like they actually put the actors in there and like like tom cruise learned how to fly like literally tom cruise learned how to fly like military grade jets and wow. he like flies these planes in this movie. It's so cool. I'm really excited. I'm going to see it in IMAX. Uh, but yeah, so like that's awesome. I can't get into those. Any, I cannot get into any of those reality TV shows at all, dude. Like that. I just I, I, they need to be either dating based or competition based for me to like them. So I can't do like Jersey Shore or the Real Housewives of Insert Random City here. Okay. I can't. I can't do shows of it's literally just people arguing. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Don't my like it. my reality TV is sports. Like that's what I watch. Like to turn my brain off and just like like something very primitive and like you know uh, visceral is just like something very simple that I can watch as sports. Uh, and actually, I watched Austin FC's playing right now as we're recording as we're talking about mm-hmm. this. But it looks like we're already down a goal. So fuck. Uh, but I watched uh, Arsenal, our last match of the season, the Arsenal men's last match of the season. That was this morning, and that was a bummer because we we won, but we didn't get enough points. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was a disappointing season. Uh, So that's my reality TV. I'm actually, and I was telling Rachel earlier that, like, to get me out of my funk after that Arsenal match, and I've just had a lot of other things going on that has put me in a funk lately. Mm -hmm. I've been rewatching Dawson's Creek because I fucking love Dawson's Creek. Oh, Uh, man. Grew up on it, loved it. It was like the first like I don't even know you call it an it's not an adult show. Kind of a teenager felt, show. Yeah, but like when I was a kid, it felt like an adult show. Yeah. And like I've always loved it, and I have a huge crush on Katie Holmes. And uh, so yeah, that's what I'm watching. But the one I think I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna try to watch. I might not be able to with editing this and Obi Wan and Stranger Things coming this weekend and Top Gun. Uh, but with sports, like taking breaks during the summer, I'll have plenty of time. I think the next thing I want to watch is a uh, conversation with friends. Have you seen this one? No, I haven't. It keeps popping up on my, uh, yeah. like Hulu yeah. suggestion or whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause like, so it's from Sally Rooney wrote the book that it's based off of. She also wrote the book for normal people, which was, you know, Hulu made into a show. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I saw that one either though. Oh, it's great. I loved it. It's on my list. Even, yeah, it's great. Me and Kev, me and my brother were talking about this the other day. We both enjoyed the show, but it's we had nitpick we nitpicked it to death because it was just so dumb. And it was so me- it's it's a melodrama. It's a teen melodrama. 
Yeah. And it's a British show, and it's really good, and I really liked it. I really liked Normal People. I loved Normal People. But there's, yeah. like, some overdramatic, like, bullshit in it, and it's like, oh, my God. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I've been watching, um, or that's what I plan to watch. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Like, there's so much good shit. Dude, I hate – well, we talked about this when I was in town last. Like, I'm more of a movie guy. Like, I watch okay. – I prefer to watch movies. Like, I, I made it through the Before Trilogy, the Before Sunset, Before uh, – Oh, yeah, yeah, Midnight and Before Sunrise and all that stuff. And it was – yeah, it was Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Before Midnight. Great movies. Highly recommend them. I've just been watching a lot of movies lately. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I've been watching. But we both recently watched, speaking of movies, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. We're just going to get it out of the way now. We're not going to fucking fiddle fart around with all this, like, dancing around it. This is your official spoiler alert. If you have not watched this movie, we are not going to hold back. We're going to talk about shit because I've been wanting to talk to someone. I actually talked to more than a bunch of people about it, but I want to <laughs> talk to someone about the pot, on the pod about it because that's basically what this pod was started about. Like, yeah. I don't know if I ever told you, but, like, when I knew what I wanted to do with the pod was basically me and Justin both had saw seen, sorry, we had both seen separately uh, Batman vs Superman or Batman v Superman, and we oh, literally wow. talked to each other for two hours about it. And I, after that conversation, I was like, "This is it. This is the pod right here." So <laughs> yeah, oh, anyway, origin yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, that's basically where it all came from because I've been kicking the idea around for years, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is it. This is what the pod needs to be." Anyway, so. Okay, again, spoiler alert. I will put time codes to when we move on later in the episode and when we're in the clear and we're done with spoilers. Okay, so Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. First off, uh, you saw it. When did you see it? Y'all saw it together, right? Yeah, I saw it this past Tuesday. Yeah. Nope. No, I didn't. Hold on. Let me look at the fucking calendar. Well, I saw it the Thursday it came out. Um, so the 5th or the 6th or one of those. Um, yeah, it was the fifth, and I've seen it twice. I saw it, so I saw it before my vacation. I just I went mm-hmm. on vacation to Panama City. Saw it literally the day before, or like the a couple of days before I left for vacation, and like the Monday after I got back from vacation, I was like, I'm gonna go see it again because I want to go fucking see that movie again, and it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think? Okay, so like, no spoil. Don't worry about spoilers. So what yeah. did you think about the movie overall? So overall, I. Okay, so I feel I would probably give the overall movie probably a 7 out of 10. Yeah, Um, okay. However, if it was – God, okay. So, obviously, we can all agree, the entire world can agree, the best part of the entire film was any time Wanda was on screen. I completely agree. We all agree. she's, She's the villain. And they make that very clear very early on. But so she is like good. Yeah. She's the heart of the movie. And like she's yeah. like and usually when you say like, oh, she's the heart of the movie, like it's like, oh, that's the warm, like soft, lovely side, heart of mm-hmm. that's the the emotional core of it. But this yeah. is like a very dark version yeah. of that. And like she was Lizzie Olsen was fucking amazing in this. In- movie. Incredible. Yeah. I actually I have this theory that yeah. when they when they hired her. Yeah. For uh, Age of Ultron, right? It was her first. Yeah, that was the first one, yeah. 2014. I maybe, don't yeah. think they had any idea the acting chops that she had. Yeah. And then she was performing, and they were like, holy shit, we have something here. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I think they even bothered with, um, like, WandaVision and this movie. Like, I think they were just like, holy shit, we have something truly great here in yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. 
And I don't think they realized that at all when they hired her. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the entire time watching this, this movie, anytime that she wasn't on screen, I was just like, all right, come on, let's hurry up and get her back on screen. Cause yeah. I don't care what's happening. Which like, is, <laughs> what, do you think that's a bad, okay, I, I guess you don't, you don't necessarily need to say if it's good or bad, but do you feel mm -hmm. it's a bad thing that the movie is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but like the star of the movie is not Doctor Strange. Like it harkens back to, in my opinion, like when Mad Max Fury Road came out. And Mad Max is not the star of that movie. Fury yeah. Rosa, Charlize Theron's yeah. character, is the star of that movie. Do you yeah. feel like when that happens, you think that's either maybe not misleading or is it you think that's bad or anything like that? I think it kind of like minimalizes the the character and kind yeah. of like I you know that like obviously the title character should be the most important and yeah, probably the, probably yeah. the star of the film yeah um that said i don't know that they could have called the film like scarlet witch anything yeah um because like i i don't know that she necessarily has the recognition that dr yeah. strange does maybe i she might i don't know maybe um, after coming off of wandavision maybe but like at the time because i mean like obviously because what was the last one we used? Because of the uh, I don't even know uh, the P P P. Because of the Popeyes. Uh, <laughs> because of the Popeyes, like obviously WandaVision, all their TV stuff, all their movie stuff had to get rescheduled and moved around mm -hmm. and delayed and shit like that. So it'd be very interesting to see like where this would have came out. Like original, I can't remember the original plan for it, but like yeah. I think I, I know for a fact that WandaVision was the first TV show that came out, but it was not originally supposed to be the first TV show. Like I think Loki was supposed to come out before WandaVision, oh, wow. which okay. throws which throws like everything. Like wow, that would have been really different. Yeah. Anyway, so you were saying about like the main character not being the star of the show. Yeah, and not being the driving. Like he was not. That was the thing. I was like, I didn't have a problem with Mad Max. I love Mad Max. Fury Road. I fucking love that movie. It was one of the. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. But like, I think my biggest problem with it. And I'll, I'll give it back to you, but I, I was echoing that, like, yeah, Wanda was the star, but, like, everybody else, I was kind of just like, okay, this is cool, but, like, they're kind of just reacting to her, so she's yeah. the driving force of this movie? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Um, I just mostly think that, like, because, like, obviously, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch, as Doctor Strange, can carry a movie. He's done yeah. two Doctor Strange, Infinity War. He was in Endgame at the end. He was in Thor, Ragnarok for a hot second. He was in uh, 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 No Way Home. So five, and yeah. this is six. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, am I doing that right? Yeah, five, so six right. things as Doctor Strange, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he can he can hold his own. That's fine. Mm -hmm. um, I felt that, um, I don't know. I feel like it... He didn't really have a lot of, not only he did, not as a character, have a lot of growth. But, I, again, I don't think the story was about him, you know? Yeah. And, honestly, like, again, the entire time that anyone other than Wanda was on the screen, I was just like, let's hurry this up and get this over with so we can get back to Wanda. Yeah. One thing, especially since we were talking about weddings... And we just attended the wedding, bro. Like it just the first time I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck?" The second time I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, who does this?" 
So Doctor Strange goes to Christine's wedding. Mm-hmm. And the first like real conversation he has with her at her wedding, at her mm-hmm. wedding, he's like, I still love you and I wish it would have worked out between us. At her wedding! Who does that? I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then it was just, it's that's my thing with this movie. I really loved it. I had so much fun with it. But there were a bunch of little things like that. I was like, I'm supposed to be like rooting for Doctor Strange, right? Like I'm like, yeah. mm, mm, mm. in America, I could go. I'm about my America was my biggest the character America oh. was my biggest <laughs> issue with them. But yeah, I I would agree. Like a seven out of ten, eight out of ten, but mainly off the back of how incredible Wanda was and the Illuminati, like the cameos in this movie. Like you had obviously. Charles, yeah, uh, right. uh, Sir Patrick Stewart is as Professor X, and you had Haley Atwell as Captain Carter. She was mm-hmm. the, the super soldier of her universe instead of Captain America. She's Captain Britain, and Krasinski showing up as fan like Reed Richards blew my mind. I did. Yeah. There were leaks. All this stuff leaked before the movie, and I like did like new definitely like, avoided. Yeah, like new jitsu to like avoid all <laughs> the spoilers online, and so like because if it had been spoiled for me, I would have been furious. Uh, yeah. that was fucking wild. Cause I knew, I knew Haley Atwell. I knew, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart cause they spoiled it in the trailer. Uh, and those were like, the, and those are the only two I was aware of. I was expecting more, but I was like, don't worry about it. Whoever shows up, shows up. Yeah. But motherfucking, let me tell you, this is super nerdy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. No. When Anson Mount shows up as Black Bolt, I was like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding? Cause you gotta understand about that. Like, so First off, Inhumans are not that big a deal. They tried to make it into a movie and then eventually became a TV show. That is fucking terrible. Fucking terrible. Everybody fucking hates that thing. Marvel acts like it never happened. It's a, it's incredible. So like well, I've never heard show, of this, so yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It's like famously bad. And so the fact that Marvel and I'm happy for Anson now cuz he got a raw deal. He was like the best part of it, but like it was a clusterfuck. So it's like that poor guy, like, you know, he got, got a raw deal. Everyone yeah. involved got a raw deal. It was fucking, I could, we could talk for an hour about why the Inhumans TV show failed. Uh, mm. But you could probably go on YouTube and hundreds of other people have gone into yeah. long lengthy discussions about why that failed. Anyway, so the fact that they acknowledge him and brought him back and he was wearing the comic accurate outfit. Oh my God. One of the things I love about these movies when they like, a lot of the comic accurate outfits like wandavision you're like in wandavision when it's halloween and she dresses up in her like scarlet witch yeah. outfit and vision's kind of wearing a like a vision outfit i love mm-hmm. that shit when they do that shit in the in the movies and the shows and they're yeah. actually wearing comic accurate outfits oh my god yeah. dude i fucking love that shit uh yeah so that was awesome and when she kills them all that was my favorite part of the movie is like oh my Wanda, god yeah that was fucking awesome dude that whole like that i don't know that whole scene it was it was incredible. That was my I mean it was my favorite part. There was this one scene that gave me absolute fucking chills, and it was when they were in like the the sewer tunnels or whatever, and she the the first door that she blasted through, and it had like it, she like the way that the light hits her, mm-hmm. it she um, comes across as like this like uh, you know decrepit like zombified version of herself, and it's just mm-hmm. it's just for, like a split second, but like. Oh my god, <laughs> I had I had chills. It was like it's so good. Yeah, it was, and like I had like yeah. dread, like I don't know, like I had like that that dread that you get watching like a horror movie. Like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Well, a big a big factor in that was Sam Raimi, uh, who who directed my favorite film of all time, the original Spider Man. 
and he directed the Spider-Man 2 and that alleged third Spider-Man that never happened. Uh, <laughs> so, but he got his start with the Evil Dead films. And mm. I, I enjoy those films. I can't really say I love them, but like he's got a visual style and he's got a filmmaking style when it comes to horror. And that I felt like that was successfully interwoven with his like dynamic cuts and like mm-hmm. askew angles and like yeah. his askew shots and like his like very particular like if you watch like I guarantee you if you, you now that you've seen Multiverse of Madness if you watch mm-hmm. like Evil Evil Dead One and Evil especially Evil Dead Two you're gonna be like oh yeah this is definitely mm-hmm. the same guy because a lot of that he brought it over for a lot and gotcha. it was he was great I that was like Wanda was probably my favorite part of the movie but like Sam Raimi's like visual storytelling filmmaking style especially his horror flourish horror flourishes that he incorporated in this movie was my second favorite part of it. Like I Love fucking it. loved it. My biggest issue was America Chavez. Yeah. Like yep. she was a MacGuffin. And for anyone not aware of what a MacGuffin is, like when it comes to filmmaking and screenwriting specifically, if there's you're ever in a if you're ever watching a movie and the plot there's something that the characters need to get. There's something that's driving the plot. And the Mission Impossible movies, for instance, are famous for this. There's always like a god's hand or or a rabbit's foot or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's always just a dev- – it's a thing. It's a thing that sets the story in motion. The, the characters need to get it and they need – or they need to protect it or they need to go do something with it. It's called a MacGuffin. And I felt like she was a glorified MacGuffin. Like she didn't really feel like she had – like she had a character a characterization. Like she had a backstory. But I didn't care about her. Yeah, and her mind I, I said, yeah. I I don't know. I, I felt more towards, like, the Illuminati characters than her. Like, I yeah. I do not give a shit about her. Like, and that's not good, because, like, yeah. she's supposed to be this, you know, I don't know, the, this, this young child that, like, needs to be protected, and, like, she's special, and she has this power that she doesn't... But I don't give a shit, man. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if it was... Like, I don't know if it was bad writing or yeah. if it was just like not giving her enough screens. I don't know. I don't know what the problem was, but I didn't care about her. Well, it doesn't help that like literally we don't – well, we've never met her before. This was the thing. She was yeah. she didn't show up in anything prior. Uh, and, you know, obviously with Doctor Strange and Wong and Wanda and like all these mm-hmm. characters, even the some of the Illuminati, I think all of those characters – for better or for worse, even Black Bolt, like I was talking about, we had, at least fans, had seen them before and experienced mm-hmm. them before. And, like, we were all aware of these. Or we have some attachment there. Like, this is literally the first time we've ever met America mm-hmm. Chavez. And, like, literally the first time we see her is she's being pursued. Like, so we, we frame her and, co- and put her in context as, like, she's being pursued. She's not a real person. We yeah. don't really get to know her. And we really don't get an arc for her until, like, the very end. And it's just, like, very tr- – like very cliched and very conventional and unoriginal stop like oh i can't control these powers i'm a young i'm a young person i can't control these powers and like the obviously the older thing and it's like oh uh, you can you've been able to control it this whole time what yeah you can just believe in yourself and magically you can fix all your problems if you just believe in yourself and it's like i get it but it felt i guess yeah, I don't want to say it's bad writing because I feel like they had a lot going on in that movie that I thought was really compelling. But like, mm-hmm. and I, and honestly, towards the end, 
I did feel like like you know, and in her whole storyline of like not trusting Doctor Strange because mm. he might steal her powers, and then she was like, no, he's different than the rest of Strange. Like, okay, I'm I'm with it. Um, but I just I felt like I was like, I really think this is like man, lazy writing or bad writing. You said it's just like. Guys, feels like an afterthought. Like y'all were like, "Well, yeah. shit, we need something for her to do," and it's like, ah. But the rest of it, I loved. I had so much fun with it. It's not a perfect movie. Again, you have a Doctor Stranger title character. He's a second. Mm-hmm. He's this, like the second main factor in a movie. It's not really the ideal. Yeah. And then the you have a character you're introducing who's a MacGuffin. And it's just like some really weird stuff like that. That wedding thing really bothered me the first time I saw it, and the second time I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. But, well, also, realistically, like. You know, Christine would not have had a second uh, by herself the entire wedding. Like, come on yeah. now. Yeah. Like she was gonna get swarmed. This yeah. like, where where is her husband? And also, yeah. who invites an ex to the wedding? Like, come on now. It's. I thought that was very weird, but again, I'm not try. I don't try to nitpick Marvel. Like, it's a, it's a cottage industry these days. Yeah. To either point out Easter eggs in a Marvel movie, wildly speculate, or like provide fake rumors or clickbaity rumors. But another cottage industry is just like nitpicking Marvel movies. Well, this doesn't make sense, or that doesn't make sense, and like I'm like guys, and I I I, I kind of when we talked about it with you and Steven, like Steven was like I kind of want some consistency. I was like, well, comics aren't really like part of yeah, for better or for worse. Like part of the things about comics is that. There isn't really consistency. There's retcons. There's like, like writers get fired in the middle of a run, and like they hire new writers to take over, and it's just it's serialization. So like, yeah. no, it doesn't need to make entirely sense. But I, I I will give it to Steven. Like he pointed out, he's like, I kind of don't know how this works with Loki. I'm like, I don't really know either. So hopefully they have a plan. Uh, yeah. But it was I had fun with it, and I'm glad you guys had fun with it. I'm really happy that y'all had fun with it. Yeah, definitely enjoyed it. Like absolutely, like I would. Definitely see it again. Really, really fucking love Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, she like, oh, that's another thing. I can't stand like, it. like, okay, so like, <laughs> someone pointed this out to me. I'm not going to claim that I thought of this on my own, but like, she has like reality altering powers. Mm-hmm. And like, why not like, like, just make, like, why did you need to steal like, why did you need to, like, invade another universe where you had kids? Why can't you just make kids? And where was Vision the entire time? Like, what? Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to nitpick the movie to death, but, like, it was a lot of things. And I really don't like when you're, like, I'm, I, and, like, she's, uh, I get it. The Darkhold kind of made her, I, I, I basically chalked the Darkhold up to, like, the Ring of Power and Lord of the Rings. It's, like, well, she's not a bad person. She's not evil. Like, just, but because she was exposed to Darkhold, it kind of turned her evil. Okay, yeah, cool. she's been corrupted, yeah. Yeah, she's been corrupted. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And I really don't like, like, she just collapses the rocks on top of her at the end. I'm like, well, she's not dead. I mean, she's gonna come yeah. back. Like, I was like, they don't know what they're gonna do with her, so they basically just gotta put her on ice, figuratively speaking, to be like, yeah. we don't know what we're gonna do with her, so we'll just put her off the chessboard, yeah. and then when we're ready to bring her back, we'll we'll bring her back, because she's not dead. Uh, How about but, we get her some therapy? Like... <laughs> it's it's so weird like a lot of it like i told people i was like obviously you need to see the first doctor strange and but i was like this really feels more like a sequel to wandavision than it does like any of the yes. other doctor strange stuff and it, yeah. even more so than like no way home because doctor strange was just in that so like yeah 
it was it was okay. Like I really had fun with it, but like it was one of the better ones I felt like. It wasn't one of the best, but like I really loved. I had so much fun with it, and that's I, I don't know what you. I don't know what you or anyone else goes into these movies for, but like, mm-hmm. I just want to have fun. Like, I yeah, like, just want to have fun. Yeah. yeah, and I did, and it wasn't perfect. It was not perfect, but mm-hmm. I had so much fun with it. That I was like, I don't care. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. And it's just like, I really hate when people like, because obviously Marvel has a standard now, and like, Mar- people expect things from Marvel, and then when they're not, when they're not, oh my god, it's not like Endgame, or oh my god, it's not as good as No Way Home, or oh my yeah. god, it doesn't change cinema as we know it they're like well marvel's not even trying anymore it's like well they don't they don't all need to be home runs man they can be like singles or like doubles yeah Yeah. so so i was in louisiana a couple weeks ago uh that's where i saw rachel and steven we went to dinner um uh we talked about movies and we watched days and confused which is a great movie uh we so but before prior to that um i was in town for a very big event in rachel's life that had been Long overdue, much delayed, uh, but, you know, we finally got around to it. I had the honor of being Stephen's best man, and I am talking, of course, about your wedding. We've talked about it on the pod before. Uh, I think we've talked about it in preparation. I think we've also talked about it getting pushed back and all that stuff and all how all the frustrating and challenging that was. And I'll, I, I feel free to share that as well. But I really wanted to talk about, like, like now that you've gone through it, mm-hmm. did it, did it live up to what you wanted to? What were some things that you didn't think were going to be a big deal that were a big deal, if there were any? What some things that uh, you thought would be a big deal that weren't, or, you know, vice versa and all that stuff? And, like, what would you tell somebody, you know, a prospective couple that, like, mm-hmm. Rachel, me and my spouse, just me and my significant other just got engaged. What are some tips and tricks for planning a wedding? Because you and Steven did plan most of this wedding yourself, correct? Yes. Yes. So okay, so give a little for anyone not aware, give a little backstory about the process leading up to it and the pan and the panini as well. How the yeah. panini affected y'all's uh, pre- preparation and planning, and then some of the things you uh, tell us about the day, and of course, and like some of the things you experience, and then of course some tips and tricks. So please go ahead. So um, I guess that we'll we'll start with the proposal. Um, Stephen proposed to me in July of 2019. Jesus yeah, right. Um, we were in Cancun with a, mm-hmm. a bunch of other people, and he decided that he was just going to wing it. He didn't have a plan. Um, which Sounds is about right. Even. Um, Sounds about right. Because <laughs> uh, you know, every, everyone that went on the trip was in on the, the whole scheme. Yeah. Um, he was going. He was planning on proposing, mm-hmm. and he had no idea what to do. He had, didn't know what he wanted to do. Um, and so everyone was on edge for like the first half of the trip because they didn't know when he was going to do it. And so we all go out to dinner one night and we're, you know, we were like 20, 30 minutes early for Mm -hmm. dinner. And so we were like, oh, well, let's go grab a drink, like right by the beach. And so we do that. And that is where he ended up proposing was on the beach at sunset. Very sweet, very cute. Um, Everyone that was going, everyone else on the trip was convinced that he was not going to be proposing then because he was wearing basketball shorts. Um, Also, like, perfect. Sounds just like... Stephen proposed to me in basketball shorts. And I mean, I I said yes. So (laughs) it worked out for the best. So let me ask you, I'm I'm always curious about this. I've heard, you know, I've known a few people get married. You know, I know people who've gotten engaged and all this stuff and stuff. So were you 
Were you aware he bought the ring? You were aware he bought a ring, right? No, I had no idea. Oh, so did you know? Okay, well, you didn't know he bought the ring. I was aware. He told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He told everyone around me. Yeah. Um, but did you but, sense? You talked about there was a weird energy because everyone was on edge. Did you sense something, or like, or did you like clue on after the fact and be like, I oh, so had, that's what that was? I had a, a bit of a. So there, there were two things that stood out to me yeah. as like a huh. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, the first situation happened where it was the, so the, our flight to Cancun mm -hmm. actually ended up getting pushed back a day, um, mm -hmm. because it was a hurricane. And so the hurricane ended up being extremely minor. Um, I think it actually didn't, I think, I don't think by the time it actually hit the coastline, I don't even think it was like tropical storm status. I think mm -hmm. it was that minor. And so we were all at uh, one person's house because we were all upset about our trip getting delayed. Um, mm -hmm. so we were drinking and, you know, have, having a good time, et cetera, et cetera. And one person um, tried to send like a meme to the group chat, but I didn't get it and everyone else got it. And so she mentioned, oh, she, was no. like, she was like, oh, I sent it to the wrong group chat. Oh, and I was, no. like, I was like, you guys have a group chat without me? Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Part of me was also rationalizing this, like, okay, they're all literal childhood friends. So maybe they have this separate group chat where they like discuss oh. like people that I don't know, you know, and like talk about like old school things and shit that I would be like, what the fuck? Um, so I rationalized it like that. Um, but I was like, y'all have a group chat without me. Poor thing. Um, <laughs> And then, so that was like slight tip off number one, where I was like, man, they have a group chat without me. And then the well, other I'm, slight tip off. Interrupt, uh, uh, no. interject. Uh, I'll, I'll just, you know, to put you at ease, we do not have a group chat, the main group. We do not have a group chat that is us minus you. Just to, to so you could sleep easy tonight. Wow, y'all don't? Weird. <laughs> uh, I, I always assumed y'all had one without me because they're like, oh, God, him again. Let's just get away from him. This, like, this fucking this, guy. This fucking guy. Literally, our group chat used to be called John's Memes. Oh, yeah, like a, like John's Meme Chat or something yeah, like that. John's Meme <laughs> Chat. It there is were times when it would just be like days and days of it's no one actually talking. It's just you sending memes. Yeah, and, and like <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, good times. Uh, anyway, so yeah. So, okay, so you didn't you didn't, you didn't pick up on it at the time. Yeah, so didn't, didn't pick up on it at the time, but in retrospect, I was like, ah, well, that absolutely makes sense. Definitely. The second tip-off um, that was a lot more uh, in the moment yeah. was that um, Stephen would not shut the fuck up about the sunset the entire trip. Um, he kept on being like, oh, uh, where do you think would be a good place for us to watch the sunset? Do you think he'd like to watch the sunset? Should we watch the sunset tonight? Like, <laughs> baby, shut the fuck up about the sun. Um, he, he took up sun worshiping. Why are you trying to like hate on right? his religious choices? Harsh is mellow. Um, know, right? But yeah, so that was, that was the second tip off was that he probably mentioned the sunset at least four or five times a day up until he did in fact propose at sunset. Um, so I guess sunset was the only the, like predetermined part of his plan. Uh, so, so, okay. so we got to go on the trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did not know. And apparently he had the ring for a while. Um, yeah, he did. yeah, I remember that. And, 
my my favorite story that he told me was that one night when the the whole gang that went to Cancun, we all went out to dinner one night, and apparently he snuck the ring in the box around to every single person so they could see it, and I had no idea. Jesus. Um, like, there was apparently one time where, like, me and um, another one of the girls were, like, literally walking, like, you know, just, like, five feet ahead of the rest of the group because we were, I guess, just the first people out of the car or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like showing people around with my back turned and I had no idea, which I thought was like extremely impressive, but yeah. Also but like, yeah, yeah, you can hide things from me if you need to. Yikes. But, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't a surprise y'all. I mean, obviously y'all had been living together and this was a question I wanted to ask you. And I guess this is more about like after the fact, but I, we can get to it now anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys knew y'all been living together for years. Y'all had owned property together. Y'all were pretty much married, except, you know, obviously without being married and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, obviously you weren't surprised that, like, oh, I never thought we would ever get married. No, of course not. Yeah. But, like, is it – you hear all the time that it's a difference. There's a difference. When the ring slides on, there's a difference. And, like – you you go the day before you're not married, the day after you're married, and things are completely different. Is that true? Do you feel like it was completely different, or were like was moving in together, living together, was that a bigger deal than actually the the actual ceremony, the actual process of getting? Married? I would say so. People have asked me the the most common question that we've gotten was how's married life, and it, it's literally the exact same yeah. as not married life. Moving in together was the the biggest, I guess, change. Yeah, that, that like to our relationship. And I even because, you know, I told him like, hey, if we are moving in together, like I, I do want to get married. Like yeah. I, I want us to be end game. I want like and I don't want because I've always wanted to get married. Right. I mm-hmm. always saw myself as someone's wife. And I told him that I was like, hey, you know, is that like I do want to get married. Is this something that you can see for us years down the road? I don't, I don't want or expect you to propose anytime soon. I just want this to be like, I want you to know that like, if I'm moving in with you, like I'm giving you the, like, I'm, I'm showing you my intent that like, Hey, I do. I would like for us to get married at some point. If I'm going to do cards on the table, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was a very, I don't want to say it was like a common conversation that we would have but like every so often we you know chit chat about like oh you know i want to hey there like, he is yeah here, here he is showing up in the background pulling rubber out of the dog's mouth um <laughs> but yeah we would have conversations like hey well when we're married let's do this or like you know that kind of thing and because like you know it's, it's conversations that every couple should have whether they you know do or do not want to get married I also, so a lot of people also are like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I've always held firm to the belief that a marriage proposal shouldn't be a surprise. Only the timing of a proposal should be a surprise. Absolutely. Um, It should never be a, like a thing of like, oh, like, you know, I don't know. It should never be a surprise. Like, yeah, which you see in movies and shit. Yeah. 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 Um, And like, I like for my ring too, um, I am Oh, a wee bit controlling, some might say. Um, <laughs> well, what do you mean, Rachel? I have no idea what you're talking about uh, whatsoever. I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, <and so> I, <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't trust him to pick out a ring that I would like, 
I was just like, you know, I, I saw a picture on Instagram probably yeah. 10 years ago now. And I was like, yep, that's the one. That's the one I want. Oh, wow. Um, and so I sent him a picture. I was like, hey, this is a ring I want, by the way. And he took that photo to a jeweler and it was like, she wants this. And here we are. <laughs> he got me exactly that. Um, That's great. So I, That's I don't so know. y'all. I think, that is so y'all. Oh, yeah. I think that like, I don't know. I, I don't like surprises first off. Mm -hmm. So like that, I don't know. It, surprising me with a ring would not be, I, I feel like if it wasn't exactly what I wanted, there would always be like a smidge of like resentment in there. Which, of hey, course, I would want, right? Keeping it real. You're keeping it real, man. But, yeah, so I think that it's uh, a discussion that should be had. Because there are also, like, there are plenty of women out there that, like, they do want it to be a surprise. And they do want yeah. a ring that's, like, specifically picked out for them by their partner. And that's just not me. <laughs> like, okay. I, I cannot give up that kind of control in my life. Especially because, like, I do wear my ring every day. Yeah. Like, there is... The only time that I have not worn it has been when it was getting resized and it was physically not in my possession. But otherwise, I wear it every day and I would like to continue to wear it every day because it's the prettiest ring ever made and sucks to suck for everyone else. <laughs> I have I have a thought about it, but I'll save it till after you're done talking because I, I do want to get back into the process of like, so that was 2019. Originally, y'all yeah. were scheduled what? So our, the original date was yeah. uh, April 17th, 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got engaged in, in July 2019. Yeah, y'all took a I long time. Fairly, um, I was fairly adamant about the fact that I wanted an April wedding. And, you know, if, if like a normal human being asked me like, oh, Rachel, why April? Um, it'd be like, ah, I just like it. But they're the, the deeper uh, and a little voice. bit. Kind of, <laughs> Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I like voices. Uh, uh, anyway. Like the, the deeper, like true and, and kind of tinged with sadness me meaning of the April thing that I didn't like to necessarily bring up to everyone that asked. So my, my mother died in uh, 2011 mm -hmm. and her birthday was in April. Mm -hmm. And so it was supposed to be kind of a nod to her being that she wouldn't actually be able to be there. That we would get married in April as kind of like a nod to kind of having like the spirit of my mom be there. That's very um, touching, man. That's very yeah. touching. Um, the uh, Pangea had other plans for that, but it'd be like that. So anyway, we uh, when, when we started, so we got home from the trip. And of course, the first thing people would ask us was like, oh, have you guys had a date yet? No, <laughs> we've been engaged for 45 minutes. Um, but yeah. Um, so we took about, I don't know, maybe three or so weeks to just yeah. be engaged before actually being like, all right, let's think about actually planning this thing. Yeah. Because, of course, like, if you've never planned a wedding before, like, where the fuck do you start? Um, I have no idea. That's why I wanted to ask a question about it, because I'm fascinated by this process. Yeah. So there's, like, a thousand and one checklists online that you yeah. can read. Um, I also subscribe to the um, wedding planning subreddit. Yeah. Um, cause I'm, I'm a fair, I don't want to, I don't, I don't like calling myself a Redditor because I feel like it is a very neck beardy kind of connotation. Um, m'lady. <laughs> m'lady. <laughs> I don't have my fedora on. I'm wearing a baseball cap, but this yeah. is for the sake of conversation. Um, 
and actually it's a it's a trilby is the hat that oh, is, yes, it's is not the Mulady hat tip hat because fedoras are what Indiana Jones wear and they're fucking cool. Um but yeah so I'm glad we can clear uh, that up for our listeners. Yeah right additional fun fact I do actually own a trilby from my middle school days where I thought that I was like really cool and punk rock. So that exists in my closet. Um uh, <laughs> Anyway, back to wedding planning. Back to wedding planning. Um, yeah, so I did. I I got on the uh, the wedding planning subreddit, mm-hmm. and basically they uh, suggested um, that like the first step would be to kind of plan out like, hey, like what are the most important things in a wedding to you? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be like, oh, well, I want it to be a small intimate ceremony, um, or like, oh, I want this big party with everyone I've ever known. Um, somewhere in the middle, um, or like my biggest priority is to have really good food, or my biggest priority is to have these beautiful flowers everywhere. To sit down and figure out like what are your top three priorities, and do like a very loose budget and a very loose guest count because those those are the the biggest things that are going to kind of influence each other mm-hmm. in terms of like what is actually financially possible, like what is feasible. Um, yeah. Because like if you know if your budget is five thousand dollars, you're not going to be able to host a three hundred person wedding in a an elegant hotel. It's literally mm-hmm. not possible. So we, I was like, you know, I was like, I had a, a you know my loose idea of I want April, and so Stephen was like, oh well, April is only like seven or eight months away, and I'm like, uh-uh, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Um, I would, I, I was always totally fine with having a long engagement. Um. Because I, again, me, very controlling. Um, I had, I, I wanted to have kind of exactly what I wanted. Um, and That's I didn't fair. want to have to settle for like, oh, well, you know, these vendors have already been taken because, you know, of a quick turnaround. And I like, I wanted my choice of everything. Um, well, you had to settle on your choice of husband. You were not going to settle on the wedding. Yeah, right. Golly. <laughs> I love you, Steve. Um, yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, let's do April of 2021. It'll be, I think it would just ended up being like an, it would have been like an 18 month engagement and that would have been great. Perfect. No big deal. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so we started planning a couple things. So the step one was to figure out a venue uh, mm-hmm. or like, so we, we, you know, after our, our initial sit down of like, what are our priorities? What is uh, our rough guest count? Uh, what is our rough budget? We ended up with a guest list of roughly 150 people. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, all right, great. So we know we need a venue for at least that, you know, that can hold at least this many people. Um, so like a lot of the venues that are like the more, I don't want to say stereotypical New Orleans venues, but a lot of the ones that are, you know, typically written about on like your wedding blogs and crap are for a smaller crowd because New Orleans isn't necessarily huge on like space. So like it's, it's hard to find somewhere that has shitload of space. Anyway, so uh, one of our priorities was being able to have everything kind of all in one location, right? Neither of us are religious in the slightest. So we weren't necessarily worried about, oh, we need to have a church wedding and then, you know, go to a reception hall or something after that we pretty much were just like 
we ha- let's do this all in one location. Once we picked a venue, mm-hmm. that would that was t- pretty much the the hardest part was finding a venue. After that, because you know your venue is also going to dictate your date as well. Because yeah. like you know, if you really like the venue, but they only have one date available, guess that's your date. Uh, fortunately, we, like we had our choice of dates. We decided on April 17th because I also, I didn't want to compete with other events happening in, in New Orleans at the time. Yeah. So for anyone not aware, like it. spring, spring in New Orleans is one of the few yeah. times you have a good chance of good weather. So like there's, it's a very desirable. And then in the fall, we have good weather in the fall, but then again, there's football season and a lot of people don't want to have weddings during football season. Cause it might, some people might be like, uh, uh-uh, LSU or the saints mean more to me than they do you. So yes, yes, exactly. And yeah. Steven is one of those people that will be, would rather be watching the LSU game than attend his own wedding. Um, <laughs> So I didn't want to compete with football. Yeah. I also didn't want to have to compete with hurricanes because yes. fall is also hurricane season. And yeah. I was not, nope, I'm not. Like, I was fairly confident that it was going to rain on my wedding day because I have I have pretty bad luck. And so I was fully confident that if I planned a wedding for, like, October, it, there was going to be a hurricane. Trying to not take any of those chances. I wanted spring um april specifically um Mm -hmm. and i wanted to avoid french quarter fest and jazz fest Mm -hmm. um and so i I picked a weekend between those two weekends or between those two festivals which happened to be available everything is good and so the rest of the vendors kind of fell into place i had most of like the big ones nailed down by the end of 2020 or uh, sorry no the end of 2019 excuse me um that was like 14 months away yes because again i wanted my pick of all vendors so anyway, so life goes by, we, you know, a lot of wedding planning is hurry up and wait. So like there were months at a time where like, I didn't do anything. Like I didn't do any wedding planning. Cause like vendors are booked now just, you know, sit down and wait for the next thing. Again, kind of early in wedding planning. I'm a big spreadsheet person. So I made a giant spreadsheet checklist almost that went kind of month by month. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, you know, 12 months out, you should have like, these are the things that need to be done. And, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Well, there's, there's kind of a big gap between like, you know, 18 to 12 months out and then like six months out. Yeah. Once I got like the major vendors booked, I kind of did nothing. And then, uh, you know, March, 2020 happened <laughs> and the world fell into Pangea <laughs> and, um, <laughs> So then, of course, the Philadelphia I, happened. Yeah, Philadelphia <laughs> happened. And, you know, people were really worried about the pretzel. And <laughs> don't spill your beer. Uh, I spit it out. I didn't spill shit. I was about to spit yeah, well, it out. Well, you spilled it from out. your mouth. Um, <laughs> so, I would, you know, of course, then I was sitting here being like, haha, Steven, I'm so intelligent for not picking April 2020. <laughs> thinking that like, oh, well, you know, of course the Panini is going to be over in 2021, duh. Which, I mean, granted, we all probably thought that. Like, we all thought that... the pizzeria? Ah, shit, my bad. (laughs) The Pizza Hut. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, we all thought, like, as a a globe, we all thought that, like, this, you know, this isn't going to last forever. Yeah, Yeah, like, by the end of summer, like, it'll be fine. No big deal. And so I was like, we're so smart for pushing our wedding back a year. We're not going to have to worry about this. Well, joke's on us because so as time got by and COVID pretty much got worse and not better, as it sort of hit like 
fall to winter of 2020, we're like, shit, like, this is not looking good. And so we were like, all right, well, what we, we kind of had to sit down and be like, all right, so what do we want to do? Like, do we want to move? Like, do we want to just do the wedding that we are able to have? Or do we want to postpone? Or what do we want to do? Mm-hmm. Well, one of my like initial priorities was that like I did want to have a big wedding, right? Yeah. It was important to me to have all of my loved ones in one place for this moment because it's never going to happen again. Like there's never, Ideally. like under no circumstances will everyone that I love come together for anything. Like people don't do that for birthdays. People don't do that for Christmas parties, housewarmings, even like baby showers and stuff. Like people don't do that. Like people only collectively gather for weddings and funerals. And I didn't want. Oh man, that's so dark, but you're absolutely right. And, but it's, it's almost true. It's, I don't want to say it's almost true because it is true. And so I wanted, I don't know. I just, I wanted an event where all everyone that I love would be together celebrating me. Uh, That's, that's the, uh, anyone not where that's the point of all this. It's about her. Right. It's all about me. Um, Always about her. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> People think I don't like Rachel. So people have thought that I don't like Rachel or she doesn't like me. I'm like, now nah, we're just fucking with each other. We don't. Yeah, oh, we God. Oh, no. We <laughs> fuck with each other all the time. So we're good. Like, God is one of my closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> we fuck with each other all the time. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, so just wrapping up real quick. So you, you, you decide to postpone. Spoiler alert. You decide yeah, to postpone. Spoiler alert. We decided to postpone a year. Cause, um, yeah. And so April ended up. Uh, so April 2022 actually ended up being an extremely busy uh, month for the city of New Orleans because there wasn't necessarily a free weekend. There was so the last two or the so the last weekend is Jazz Fest. Yeah. Um, the weekend before that I think was Easter. The weekend before that was French Quarter Fest. And yeah. so I was like, great. Well, the first weekend of April sounds great. Well, no, because the final four ended up being in New Orleans that year. Yeah, the, um, the NCAA men's uh, final four tournament was in was in New Orleans in 2022. Wasn't in 2021, but definitely yeah. was in 2022. Yep. So I was like, all right, well, looks March like it's going to happen. <laughs> um, and so I, you know, I reached out to our venue. I was like, hey, what available dates do you guys have, like around April that are not actually in April? And so we ended up going with March 26th. Mostly because I thought three to like three twenty six was kind of a neat date, um, sure. so went with that. And basically, like you know, I don't want to say started from scratch, but like uh, within like a week's amount of time, we made the decision to postpone. Reached out to everyone, like all of our vendors, be like, hey, are you know we want to postpone? Are you got like are you available for this new date? Fortunately, everyone was, because yeah. um, again, this was another like you know probably year and a couple months out that we made the decision so everyone was available we just switched the contract to the new date and went on with our lives so then i had a like another almost year of not planning and doing nothing but yeah yeah Um, imagine being in that industry like i mean like i mean obviously uh the uh (laughs) what the pacific ocean uh affected a whole bunch of industries and lives and all this stuff but like just thinking about like with your experience with planning wedding and being in that like having to deal with those vendors in that Mm -hmm. industry like the ripple effects like just like 
how crazy their lives could be because like they couldn't really have weddings so they were in a dry spell forever yeah. and then when it started looking like everything was in the clear i mean we're still in it technically but it was yeah. starting to be safe again sort of like the onslaught of people that just had to postpone their weddings yeah all wanted to be like okay well grab we gotta go we gotta go now because yeah. like there was no there was no there was no definite time when this was gonna end so people as soon as it started looked like it was in i can't imagine the vendors wedding planners all those people involved in planning weddings and like being involved in weddings just like i bet like their email inboxes their their voicemails all of it were just like blowing the fuck yeah up. so this is so 2022 is from what i hear like it's and like and I don't actually have any sources for this other than like what I've made, like what I saw on the internet, and which is not a terrible source. Yeah. Um, I think this is like the busiest year for weddings since like the year after like World War II or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. When um, all the GIs came back from World War II. Yeah, exactly. Which makes sense. I again, I'm I'm on the the wedding planning subreddit, and there are people that were that you know even now because like i i still like i love i fucking love weddings right so They're even though i'm no longer planning a wedding i still hang out on that subreddit because i like reading about shit you're planning then, your next wedding you're planning yeah, the next wedding the uh people are like complaining they're like i can't find a venue because there's nowhere available until like 2024 yeah well like they'll be like you know i had to post mode my wedding but there's not a Saturday available and they're only offering like weekdays. Ooh. So it's, it's rough. Maybe like in the middle of the week, like maybe yeah. a Friday, but like, well, Friday, yeah. Friday, like apparently people are saying that like Fridays and Sundays are also booked Jesus and that like places are offering like Thursdays or Mondays. Okay. And, like, okay. Let me ask you if you, like, say one of your friends that was getting mm -hmm. married or like, just as an example, like if one of them were like, Hey, we're getting married. And it's on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. Like, and maybe not one of your good friends, but like someone you know. Would you go to yeah. a wedding on a Thursday? Well, I am a very biased person because, again, I fucking love weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I'm invited to a wedding, I'm going. Mm -hmm. Like, unless there's something like that is a, like an extreme hindrance, like yeah. financially, for example. Yeah. Like, my cousin got married a few years ago. And I, I literally, I just couldn't afford to go, Yeah. which was really disappointing because I, I wanted to go. I just couldn't afford it. Even yeah. if it was like just me going and not me and Steven, like it, I couldn't swing it between having to take off of work and fly up there because it, it was in Michigan. It just, it wasn't feasible for me to be able to, to attend, which was really disappointing. But if it is any kind of like local thing, like absolutely, yeah. like, man, I, I love weddings. I do. I love, like I do, I love weddings too. I come alive at weddings, man. I've been I've been dancing at weddings since I was like six years old. It's a running yeah, joke in our family. Um, listen, but uh, listen, if you invite me to your wedding, I'm going. Like, sorry, please invite. <laughs> please. I, well, uh, for better or worse, uh, I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon, if ever. Uh, but uh, it's <laughs> I've this is an aside, but like I've been threatened with death by two people. Hmm. My mother. And Morgan, our friend Morgan, who's been a guest on this pod, they're like, if you don't – my mother's like, I don't care where you are. I don't care where it's at. I don't care what time it's at. Just give me a day's notice, and I'll be there. She's like, I'm not missing your wedding. I was like, well, yeah. I don't I don't think it will ever come to that, but sure. Uh, and Morgan said the exact same thing. So I guess i got to add you to the list as well. Yeah, because I – yeah. I know where you live. I can easily kill you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 
friendship. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, well, if Amelia Clark hollers at me. Did we Perfect. talk about that in this episode? Or we talked about that in the in the I think, pro- I think it was a free episode. Oh, in the God. Pro- okay. <laughs> So you got to listen to the, that to get that joke. Anyway, uh, but yeah, if she ever uh-huh. hollers at me, I'll make sure that she we, we, we plan it to where y'all all can come. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, so it was it was a hassle. Like, that was the thing. I felt so bad for y'all. Like, just having, just having to plan a bachelor party, that was frustrating. I couldn't imagine what planning a wedding is like. Oh, so, yeah. like, again, like, to, uh, like, the questions I asked you up top, obviously it was a lovely day. I had so much fun. You guys seemed to have a great time. I um, yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I had like so much fun, and it had been like the most fun I had. Like when I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. it was like the last fun thing I felt like was the pandemic before the pan. <laughs> almost said it. Almost said yeah. it. Ah. Say, the before the pantalones. Uh, uh, <laughs> was my birthday, my thirtieth birthday, and this was felt like the first normal fun thing that I really did mm-hmm. after for so long. We had all so much fun, and everything seemed to go perfect. Like what was it like? What was it like being in it? Like the day finally arrived. What was that like for you? Um. So it was. So <laughs> the Let several days Just be leading real. up. So the several days leading up to the wedding were yeah. intensely stressful. Yeah. For various reasons, the venue tried to like re- increase the the menu price on me like four Jeez. days from the wedding. Oh gosh. The uh. Let's see the. Friday before we were all supposed to leave for the hotel because we were all kind of staying on site at the hotel. The the Friday uh the Friday morning I get a knock on the door, and it's the parish trying to tear up the street in front of the driveway and asked if we wanted to move our cars. And I may or may not have had a minor breakdown to this poor parish employee. Oh, no. um, being like, I'm supposed to get married tomorrow, and I was gonna have people park here. And he's like, uh, he's like, uh, I'm gonna call my boss. <laughs> and so he ended up being like, it's okay. We're gonna do another part of the street, and we're gonna come back and do this next week. And I'm like, perfect, thank you. And this is y'all's house on the West Bank, right? Yes, this is our house that yeah, on the on the West Bank. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they did not tear up the street in front of my house the morning before my wedding. So like I was just like sitting in stress, like the whole drive from the West Bank to the French Quarter. Once once things got going, it was better and I calmed down. But like I was yeah. just sitting in stress and anxiety. We had the rehearsal, which people ended up being late for. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Which is fine because, I, you know, so I told everybody, I think I told everyone like six uh, with the intention of actually starting at 6.30, which people were still late for, but that's fine. Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's a fucking wedding rehearsal. Like, it's not incredibly difficult. It's like, you're going to you're gonna walk down with this person. Just do it. Well, spoiler alert, <laughs> me and Rebecca fucked up. So, you know, that happened. You know, it's, it's fine. It wasn't the most egregious fuck up of the day. Uh, oh, so, God, now I'm curious what that was. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. So... I, you know, you're always told like things are going to go wrong on your yeah. wedding day. They're going to, it's just, you know, what level of preparation you have as far as like how fucked up they're going to be. And so, so from the outsider's perspective, nothing went wrong. Literally nobody except me knows that anything did go wrong and no, nothing was major. It was, yeah. there was no huge, like giant fuck up, like, for example, the cake that we were supposed that we had, it had like you know a ribbon along the bottom tier of each, or the bo- like along the bottom of each tier of the cake. 
Well, there was also supposed to be like a ribbon bow on one of the tiers that like, you know, with the little ta- like ribbon tails like dangling down. Mm-hmm. That wasn't there. Not a big deal. Literally no one on the planet would know that except for me. Mm-hmm. The cake was still really good and I really enjoyed it. We way over ordered cake. So we had cake left over for the next like week and a half. Fuck yeah. Um, so, oops. What's for um, breakfast? Cake. What's for right. lunch? Cake. God. What's we for dinner? So Sandwiches. But what's for dessert? Cake. We had so much fucking cake. And that was on top of saving like the top tier that's currently in our freezer. Yeah. Um, so we had so much fucking cake. But so that was a thing. I would I would argue that the most egregious fuck up of the day was on the DJ. So I selected a song to walk down the aisle. And it was a, a, a cover of a song that I found on YouTube. And so I sent the DJ the, the link to the, the YouTube video that played the mm-hmm. song. Um, however, there was like 26 seconds of intro mm-hmm. um, that oh, I no. wanted to skip. And so when the time, like, you know, I'm standing there at the doors waiting to, to walk down the aisle and the song, you know, plays up and it's the full song, not the 26 seconds in version that I sent them. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up just kind of chilling and standing there for 26 seconds because I was waiting on a music cue. Well, Steven didn't know that. And so he was convinced for 26 seconds that I was just not coming. Um, <laughs> People, I had no idea this was a thing. Oh, my God. That's oh, yeah. Hilarious. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so he mentioned that theirs are the most 26, like the, the most stressful 26 seconds of his life. Um, he, he thought that I was a runaway bride. Um, why would you be first off? Not that he would ever have done it, but if one of you were gonna run, you oh, yeah, it was the one, absolutely, like, no, absolutely not. What is she doing? Is she what's happening? She's doing this now, she's doing this right now. <laughs> Yeah, so silly me waiting on music cue uh, before coming out. <laughs> so good. Oh god. But yeah, and again, not not egregious. They he like the DJ played the correct song. Yeah. It was just you know I wanted them to play it from 26 seconds in, but you know alas. That's so good. That's so um, good. And then the recessional song, which apparently mo- a lot of people don't know what a recessional song is. I don't think it's I knew the, it's the song that plays while everyone like after like the you know congrats you're married make out in front of all your friends and family, um yeah. and everyone starts to walk back up the aisle again. Yeah, that's the song that plays during that. And so people were like, "What do you mean there's a song that plays during that?" Well, like it's not fucking silence because how awkward <laughs> would that be? Um, so we picked a song for that, but the DJ didn't start it right away. So we were just kind of standing there for like an awkward Ooh. couple of seconds before the DJ ahead. managed to hit play. And then we, you know, headed on down. So not not a huge deal, but it did make for like about five to eight seconds of awkwardness. See, that's what threw me off. That's what threw me and Rebecca off. That's why we were all like, what? When do we go? Are we going now? What's what the deal? And she was like, do we go now? I was like, I think. I can't remember. And she was, we were like non-verbally communicating. We were like trying to yeah. eyeball it and shit. And so basically what happened is we left too early and we think we got in somebody else's pictures. And then the yeah, – was, yeah. Not a deal. Yeah. And as soon as we – like as soon as the wedding planner saw us, she goes, y'all went too early. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. You fucked up. 
Our one job was that. Well, our one, my my one job was do not forget the rings. My second job was like don't fuck anything up. And I was like, oh god damn it, you stupid, stupid John. But yeah, Steve, <laughs> you were like, John, don't fucking worry about it. It's over. Nobody cares. Yeah, like, oh, it's good. really not. It's not a big deal in the slightest. Awesome. Um, so okay, so like that was the day, and mm-hmm. now like again, let's let's hypothetically, you have two close friends, you're just people you know, they come to you, Rachel. You how what what are some what was a big deal? I guess you kind of talked about it, but like what was a big deal that you didn't expect to be a big deal, and what was something you expected to be a big deal, and it turned out to be not that big a deal at all? Like fuck it, who cares? So one of the, I guess biggest arguments so to speak that steve and i had was whether or not we were going to write our own vows yeah because i was all on like i was all like i really want to fucking do this it's really important to me like i really want to do this and he was like i absolutely do not want to do this like there are under no circumstances am i willing to do this um and so we compromised by me writing the entire script yeah. And we did like repeat after me style vows that I wrote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, with some contributions from. With some contributions by the great John Flores. Thank you very um, much. Uh, WGA uh, guidelines say that I'm supposed to get acknowledged or some credit because I did a major. Re- well, not a major rewrite, but I did like a more than 30%. I don't remember the exact rules. Yeah, I you, you, you definitely had some like input in what was written. Okay, uh, so so yeah, that totally makes sense. Nothing you've told me so far between y'all's dynamic with planning this entire thing, none of this has surprised me at all, knowing yeah. you both. So I did, so I I planned everything, and I don't know. So like, I, I enjoy planning things, I do. And that's it. I didn't find wedding planning to be that difficult. So for the record, this. did you, you, you hired a wedding planner? What was, was she I a wedding ha- planner or what? I hired a wedding coordinator. Okay, yeah. So I did everything. I planned everything. I booked everything. I, you know, read and signed every contract. Um, I, you know, I did every design choice was mine mm-hmm. and Stevens. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, every so she was there the day of. Her specific job title was day of coordinator. So she basically made sure that everyone showed up. Like that all the, she basically kind of coordinated with all the vendors the day of to make sure that like, yeah, she, so that was the best decision that we made the entire two and a half years of engagement. That was the best decision that we made was hiring her because she made sure that I didn't have to do anything the day of, except for get pretty and get married. And for the record, you were very, Oh, thanks. It was a, yeah, it was, it was great because I, I, didn't have to worry about did the florist show up on time? Yeah. Like I didn't have to worry about anything. Like I if I if they were like, hey Rachel, you are getting married again, and she actually might have been the first person that I would have hired. There's no chance in hell that I would ever get married again without her. Would Absolutely you, no chance. Yeah. Sorry. Uh you seem to have an affinity for this sort of thing. Would you do you think you could have ever been in a different life? You could have been a wedding coordinator or a wedding planner or something like that and done this for other people? Oh hell no! I don't want to. I don't want to work weekends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was interesting. I talked to her a little bit while we were so like just for a little peek behind the curtain. Like from what I understand, y'all were getting pretty the day of and like getting all you know everything. Literally, yeah, we, started, the guy, we started hair and makeup at like nine a.m. Yeah, after going out 
so, till super late the night before, which was hilarious. Yeah, that was uh, a bad idea. <laughs> but yeah, oh my God, it was so much fun. We had so much fun that night. There uh, is a video that exists of me with my whole bare ass in the air twerking on my husband in the middle of a bar on Bourbon Street at yep. like two in the morning. My whole ass is out. My, like, my entire ass is out. And well, there's a video okay. that exists. <laughs> well, I didn't see this. Uh, I was not, I did not catch this and I have not seen that video, but I was aware that all, we all had fun that night. It was so much fun. But like literally we had so much, the guys, the groomsmen had so much free time on our hands. Like we were like, well, what do we do? Like we can't, yeah. we were like, well, I guess we'll drink a little. And there were guys drinking, but we literally leading up to it before we all got dressed like 30 minutes before the thing, we all got dressed like 30 minutes before the thing. Uh, and that was a thing. Our suits, like my suit fit sort of, and then other suits didn't fit sort of like, <laughs> Oh God, that was so weird. Uh, yeah. and I had to tie, like, that was the thing. Like I had to tie like three ties that day and not Aww. including my own because like, apparently I'm one of the few, it was like me and Ray were the only ones, Raymond were the only ones who knew how to tie a tie. So I literally had to like tie a bunch of the guys ties and, uh, we literally just played cards and just shot the breeze. It was awesome. I was like, this is great. I'm having a good time. And I was like, those girls, they're doing all that shit. They're like having to worry about this and worry about that. Man, we're just chilling. We're just a bunch of guys yeah. chilling, you know, just bros hanging out. It's great. I love this. We start, yeah. We started hair and makeup at 9am. Um, and we were pretty much, we were pretty much ready to go at like four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We came by, right? Like what did, what did we come by? I think we had to drop stuff off in y'all's room or some shit like that. Yeah, well, I also wanted y'all to come and take some pictures because we had the photographer oh, yeah. on that's right, that that's point. Right, that's right. That's right. That's um, right. But yeah, I just, I also, I remember feeling like I had to throw up the entire day. Oh, um, and I don't know if it was a combination of being hungover or <laughs> being nervous or what, but like I had anxiety the entire fucking day and I felt like I was going to throw up the entire day. Um, and it only stopped like the like the minute before like it stopped as i was walking down the hallway to get to the door to like walk down the aisle and that's oh, when that's it stopped good. that's good um cuz i like mm -hmm. i have absolutely no problem public speaking mm -hmm. um that has never been an issue for me so i had no anxiety or nerves about that or like mm -hmm. being like up in front of people cuz like i i'm a performer right mm -hmm. so like i'm fine with having hundreds of eyes on me that's fine mm -hmm. that doesn't bother me um i know that i am fairly alone in that and so steven said that his anxiety stopped as we were like after the ceremony mm -hmm. um but mine stopped the second that i actually started like walking to like actually let, like let's actually do this which was kind i don't know it was so, good because it fucking like I felt I immediately felt better and like less like I was going to throw up. So to use an analogy, you were if this was like a soldiers and a dropping in a battle zone, you were like you got you your nerves ceased when you got on the plane. His nerves ceased when he landed on the ground. It was a lot of like anticipation. It was a lot of, like again like kind of like planning. The mm -hmm. day up was a lot of hurry up and wait. Yeah, so, it was. You know, was I, a lot of, yeah. Yeah. So like I was the last one to get my hair and makeup done because they wanted it to be like the freshest and didn't want it to have time to like sit or like, you know, start to, like my hair to start, like the curls of my hair to start to fall yes. because my hair won't hold, hold a curl to save its life. But that's what I fucking wanted. <laughs> so yeah, it was just like, God, it was 
So I was just kind of sitting there like in my cutesy little PJs for most yeah. of the day, just sitting in anxiety. Cause like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. Cause I just wanted to like, let's just fucking do this. Cause I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a doer. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't get to see you much. I saw, I mean, I hung out with you the day before because mm-hmm. we were at the dinner and the rehearsal and all that stuff, which I gave a very excellent speech for the record. But uh, I made Rachel cry. It was awesome. No, but like from what I could tell, you looked like maybe it was you were a duck on water. Like you looked calm on top. You were like completely like you were. This gets thrown out. Obviously, like oh, everyone showers praise on the bride, which is warranted. But like I generally believe that you were beaming that day. It was awesome. You were like, oh. I was like, God damn, Rachel. I was like, this is like. This is like Rachel's reached her final form. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm I'm fairly confident that I will never look prettier than I did that day. So we've peaked. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you peaked before thirty. I don't know. If that's something to really be a proud of. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. But no. <laughs> but it was such a fun day. I don't really have any more questions about it. But like, so you said that like obviously it doesn't feel like much has changed between getting married and not getting married. Like some things you looked out, especially the coordinator. But yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about? Like anything, anything else about a, like planning a wedding, the day of the wedding, the day, like life after the wedding that you would like um, to share with somebody? I would say ask for help when you need it. Yeah. Um, because everyone, like, everyone says like, oh, let me know if you need anything. But a lot of times it was just, I don't know. I am, all, like, my biggest flaw is I, that I'm so hesitant to ask for help. Um. Even if it's something stupid, like, hey, do you prefer this shade of blue or this shade of blue? Mm -hmm. Um, And so asking Steven was not particularly helpful because he didn't give a shit. He's like, they're both fucking blue. It doesn't matter. Um, This man so much. (laughs) But sometimes, like, I really did just need someone to, to, like, definitively say, like, oh, this shade of blue is definitely better. Go with that one. Because it's a lot of the, you know, most people. So no one on the planet cares about your wedding as much as you do. And so you can get like really lost in a lot of the like minutia and all that shit. Yeah, weest tiny details. Yeah, 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 definitely. And like, does it actually matter whether the bridesmaid dresses are in sky or mist? No, it does. It fucking doesn't. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, uh. Sometimes I just need someone to like definitively answer the question because mm-hmm. like I don't particularly care either. Mm-hmm. Um, but like sometimes it would have like i should have asked for help more because mm-hmm. i got really like not overwhelmed with some of the small details like that but it's it's hard caring about things that you don't care about so like is this shade of gold better or is this shade of gold better it doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter but i have to pick one and so it's hard to like care about something you don't care about but ask for help when you need it because people want to help but also don't know how to help unless you yeah. tell them how to help wild how that works yeah. um so yeah, so I, I was like, I, help when you need it. I didn't want to help at all. Like I was like, I'm here, I'm here for this to this, and I'm ready to go. Let's get out of here. Well, you're, you're basically fucking useless. So you know. I know. I'm <laughs> I'm a waste of uh, carbon atoms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was I. I'm not bullshitting. Like anyone listening, it was a lovely day. I think from where I was standing, and from what I experienced, I couldn't imagine like a better day. It was so much fun, and uh, I could tell that y'all, yeah. Y'all were so happy, and that was the most important thing. Like, y'all were so obviously in love and, like, so, like, I, you know, like, 
y'all are like really down to earth, really grounded people, and not. And Steven's like the antithesis of sentiment, like sentimental. And so, yeah, actually like, not. Um, really, he's an extremely sentimental person. Um, he just does not let that on. Yeah. And um, okay, so it always seemed like he was. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for pointing that out because yeah, that feeds into my point. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like the most sentimental lovey-dovey kind of like affectionate guy like mm-hmm. oh like hard on his sleeve kind of guy but like it was very refreshing and very special to see both of you being that demonstratively in love like it was like wow these people really love each other this is awesome and i guess that's at the end of the day that's what you really want from a wedding is like yeah. you want to be around two people you care about who love each other yeah yeah so it was a lovely day i i had so much fun uh I got to see some people I'd never, I hadn't seen in years, and it was it was great. The groomsmen all had a good time. Like the night before was so much fun. The night of, like the the after party, the reception oh, was great. The after party was <laughs> hilarious, uh, so although funny. not hilarious because like people got sick, and like yeah, I'm, not yeah. gonna name, I'm not gonna name names, but someone in the bridal, one of the bridesmaids got trashed, got like. <laughs> Is she gonna be all right? Like, cause she was literally yeah. could stand. It was wild. Yeah, like uh, she, she literally had to be carried into the car. <laughs> and I guess unless you, unless you have somebody in the in the bridal party or the groom's party, like if someone's not stupid drunk at the end of it, then you really didn't do it right, now, did you? Yeah. Right. Uh, but it was great. We had perfect weather. Everything seemed to fall in line, and I, I was just so happy for y'all because I, I wasn't like heavily involved, but I was aware. Over the two years y'all were waiting, like over two years y'all were waiting, mm-hmm. like how frustrating it was for both of y'all. Like, God, we just want to get this over with. We just want to do it. And it yeah. just felt like you guys just had like the pandemic was just fucking everything up. And like mm-hmm. it was it was good. And like I'm just so glad. I'll just say, uh, you know, I'll let you have the last word, obviously. But like I'll just say that like I was so happy it was over because I was like, oh, good. We could be done. Hands done yeah. but like it was like god that was so much fun like i would go back to do that i wish i could do like that was just so much fun like everybody being there and like everybody having a good time i didn't feel like there was any drama or beef with anybody like everybody seemed well there was a little bit of drama at the end of the night but what was that? Oh, yeah. that was, you know. but like it was it was great it was so much fun i had so much fun and it was i was so happy to be there and be a part of it and everything it was it was a good time I, so again my my biggest priority was having everyone there which mm-hmm. is why I was fairly adamant about postponing rather than like moving forward with the initial dates um, mm-hmm. with a like a reduced guest list because I, I truly did want that atmosphere of like everyone being there and having fun and like I yeah there are some so like some people will read that like they had a big wedding and then they kind of regret having a big wedding and they're yeah. like oh you know if I were to do it again I would have like a much smaller more intimate wedding mm-hmm. and I would not. I would have a bigger wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I couldn't imagine. Like, I think y'all really, like, 150 people and, you know, up to 300 with their plus ones. Mm -hmm. That seems like a lot of people. But it didn't feel – I mean, it felt like a lot of people, but it didn't also feel like a lot of people. Like, I couldn't – I think y'all got the – the at least the – the number of participants or the number of guests. I think y'all really nailed it. I don't think you really want to go anything much smaller because then it gets a little, like – yeah, okay, so we just, had we had 150 including plus ones and such. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. My bad. Um, so it it wasn't it wasn't all that, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. So it was 150 including everyone. The the final numbers that we ended up with was I think around 100. Yeah. All right. Um, 
which was actually good because, oh my God, I forgot to mention this. So the, the hurricane that we had in, uh, I think October, 2021 or September, 2021, Ida Ida. Ida wrecked the hotel where the reception was supposed to be. Oh yeah. Um, Wow. So the entire first floor flooded and got damaged. What? Um, Say what? Yeah. So we ended up having having to move the reception to their sister hotel, the Eliza Jane. Oh Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That makes sense. it It was originally all supposed to be in one hotel. But when the, the when the hurricane fucked up the hotel, they were like, yeah, we got to move the reception. Well, the reception area was like only two thirds the size of the yeah. original reception area. Yeah. So we were concerned that if we did have all 150 people, it was going to be fucking packed. Yeah, um, that would have We been. ended up kind of lucking out that mm. it was, that, you know, that we had as many declines as we did. So like, you know, good and bad, right? Because um, obviously we wanted those people to be there. But, you know, it is what it is. And that makes sense because I there was constru- at the hotel where the actual ceremony was and where mm-hmm. most people were staying. There was construction going on that first round uh, first floor. And yeah. I just thought, oh, well, they're remodeling, you know, whatever. It's cool. I didn't yeah. even put that. I didn't even put two and two mm-hmm. together. But yeah. And I guess that is kind of weird that the reception was like a ways away. It wasn't like a way like it wasn't far, but we had to drive there and then take the yeah, it was it was like uh, I think it was six blocks or something. Yeah, something like that, like, like a mile and a half or some shit. Could you have walked? Yes. Yeah. Um, nobody. Nobody wants to do that. I wanted to walk in my four-inch heels. Absolutely yeah. fucking not. <laughs> it was good. The shuttle was perfect. Uh, so yeah, that does it for the wedding, man. That was that was very insightful, and thank you for sharing that with us. It was. If anyone ever wants to talk about anything wedding related, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fascinating because like I was obviously I was also best man. <laughs> I was also best man in my brother's wedding. Um, I was best man in this wedding. Uh, I know Ben, I think me and like Ben told me a while ago that like, hey, if he ever gets married, I'll probably be best man on that one. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, but after that, I don't, I don't know. I don't really expect anyone else to ask me, but it was uh, it was interesting. So both weddings I was in as best mm-hmm. man, I was kind of tangentially like, you know, I was involved, but I had no hand in like planning anything. Yeah. And I, and I remember talking to Kev, my brother, Kev, and my sister-in-law, Gab. Just like hearing all the stuff, I was like, "God damn, this sounds so stressful. This sounds so fucking stressful." Because I'm more in the I'm more in the Stephen camp. Like I'm just yeah. like, I don't like any of this. Like this doesn't. Yeah. This is so. This is too much. This is just too much. Which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just who I am. Like it's too much. And yeah. it's like it's 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 a whole ordeal. And I'm not about that life. But well, there's also, a reason. Yeah. The um. So I've never been in a wedding. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Wow. My the the first wedding that I was in was my own. So mm. like I've never done the bridesmaid thing. I've never done the flower girl. I, I've never been in a wedding. Mm. Um, Interesting. And so because of that, I feel like I was kind of missed out on like the not the like the extra experience, but kind of the extra experience of like, all right, these are some things that I need to keep in mind as far as like bridesmaid comfort goes, or mm. like just you know being a good host, I guess. Cause I wanted to be sure to keep that in mind and like account for that when I was planning things was also like the comfort of my people uh, mm. who are my favorite people in the world. And so it was, and, and so like, there's a lot of customs that like, I just kind of guessed at as far as like, you know, I, who pays for what or like how, cause you know, I, I picked out the dress. I said, Hey, everyone get this dress in this color. And that was kind of the only thing that I like specified 
Like yeah. I didn't give a shit what shoes everybody wore. I didn't give a shit what jewelry everyone wore. I didn't give a shit what your makeup looked like. I asked people like, hey, do your hair up in some kind of fashion. But I didn't care if you like toss it in a ponytail. Like, I don't know. And so I don't know how chill I was in the, you know, don't give not, a bridezilla sale. Yeah, I did not hear any whispers or uh, accusations of you being a bridezilla. I think everybody had a great time. And yeah, all right. I'll just, well, I just remember that like, and we can move on after this, but like, that was like the first time in God knows how long, like probably since 2019, because I stayed up like pretty much all night to beat Kingdom Hearts 3 in like one night. Uh, but like your y'all's wedding, I literally got back to. So y'all were staying in the city and I was staying at my parents' place on the West Bank in Algiers. And that's like 15 minutes away. But like, yeah. oh, dude, that was so wild. Like I literally got home at like 4 or 430. Yeah. That was like I could not remember the last time. I was up that late and it was probably that time I played Kingdom Hearts till like five in the morning. Yeah. Um, but it was wild. Cause like we had a bunch of other things going on that in New Orleans that weekend and it was late. It was really late. And like Uber stuff at that late. Oh dude, it was terrible. It was so expensive to get home, but it was, yeah. but I got to hang out with your sister. Like me and Rebecca like hung out for a little bit and we got to uh, shoot the breeze. That was great. And she's, yeah, she was a great partner as far as like, as my, uh, as the maid of honor and I was yeah. the best. And so she was, she was great. Everything was great. Um, it was a good time. It was a good time. 10 out of 10 would do it again. <laughs> yeah, 10 out of 10 would do it again. Uh, don't know about the bride, but, you know, everyone else was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I hear she's a bitch. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me, all right? You didn't hear it from me. Uh, uh, but anyway, all right, let's 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 wrap up. I think two and a half hours later, I think that does it for us. Uh, but uh, 20 minutes of that. Happy editing. Maybe, yeah, I think I'll trim this down in like under two hours because that like 20 minutes of it, like the first half hour of it is us bullshitting on that. Yeah. Uh, pre uh, on that uh, mini episode. Uh, but yeah, I think that does it for us tonight, guys. No questions because again, Rachel did the questions she did with Steven. Uh, I think that was episode like 91 or 92. I'll I'll have all the information in the um in the show notes. So if you want to listen to that earlier episode, which was a really good episode where we talked about uh we talked about winter soldier and we talked we kept we talked about falcon and the winter soldier i don't remember what else we talked about we probably talked about the wedding um back then as well too so we talked about the wedding um i want to say we discussed the oscars yeah the oscars and this was this was the normal oscars yeah, right? like the boring oscars we didn't uh, even talk about the will smith thing because everybody in the fucking right. planet talked about the will smith thing yeah uh, wow so yeah uh this volume is like i said it's winding down this is episode 96 uh, 97 and 98 will probably be sports related or I might have my buddy Chris on. So like 97, 98, 99 will probably be taken care of. And then episode 100, we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, I, I had a plan. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to stick with that plan or that plan will slightly alter. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've stuck with us and you've been waiting patiently, thank you so much. I really apologize. I'm a terrible, lazy bastard. Uh, but who's not a lazy bastard or terrible at all is my guest, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel, so much for being on. I love this. We had so much fun. It's always great talking to you. And I was, <laughs> I really, really loved your insight into wedding planning because while I don't think I'll ever have to deal with that, I find it fascinating. Cause like, That's it's, all. if you need me, you know where to find me. <laughs> and I'll, uh, anyone who listens wants to get in touch with Rachel, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll screen your calls or screen your messages and be like, 
Richie, you want to this person? Uh, but yeah, uh, that'll do it for us tonight, guys. Thank you so much. Please like, subscribe, share, whatever whatever the call to action is. Smash uh, that like button. Smash that like button. Uh, but yeah, this will be out on the uh, 25th, we said. Did we say 25th? I think so. Yeah, 25th. And then uh, we'll have the mini episode come out probably that Thursday or Friday. Who knows? Uh, and then we'll have we'll hopefully be back in two weeks after that. Um, back to a regular scheduled thing. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you again, Rachel. Any parting words of wisdom for our listeners? Oh gosh, no words of wisdom. Um, no, but I guess to the uh, to the women we love, the women we have loved, <laughs> and the women we will love. Oh yes, thank you. That that'll be my lasting legacy. Uh, well, I will say this. Either put that on my grave marker or urn or whatever y'all want to do, because uh, it won't be my decision. Uh, or I said this last night because I did something really stupid the other day. I really want, and I I totally mean this. I am not joking whatsoever. I really want to be like, here lies John Flores, a goddamn fool. <laughs> like that's what I want to be yeah. remembered as, a goddamn fool. I like it. That's good. Actually. Yeah. Since we're on the very brief subject of you dying, um, have you thought about what if we taxidermy you? Please don't. (laughs) Please don't. No, please don't. Please don't. But then we could settle forever. Hey, John, what do you think? (laughs) I can just imagine me, like, stuffed in the corner, Steven trying to have a conversation with me, and he's like, uh, John's stuff can't talk is the only time I get a word in. I'll be like, yeah, I talk a lot. Um, but no, I don't want to be taxidermy. I don't really care. Like I said, I'll be dead. I'm an atheist. I won't be alive to remember any of that or care at all. So either, you know, cremate me or bury me. I don't give a shit. Uh, I have enough money and life insurance to do whatever y'all want. Just, you know, have fun. It's all, it's all going to me, right? I'm the beneficiary on that. Oh, this. gosh. Well, this is an awkward conversation we're going to have to have off the pod. God, uh, hate to break it to you. It's all going to the Catholic Church. Oh, good, good. As, they need as the expected money. from you. They need the money. Uh, I got to <laughs> buy my way into heaven. Uh, <laughs> uh, Stephen just texted. He said that I should say heat in six, whatever that means. So I hope Anthony hears that. Uh, all right. Rachel, I love you. Thank you so much. I will talk to you later, and I hope you have a great. I we have a great week, and this will be going out Wednesday. Awesome. All right. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 Bye.